Hey, good morning. This is Stand Up. This is Amanda Napier, and I want to talk to you today about being spirit-led. And so, um, this has just been on my heart a lot lately with um, with just personal things going on in my life with my with my kids, with our family, um, and just you know, I just I want to get the point across today about how important it is to be led by the Spirit. And so, um, as believers, when we are saved, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. And so, one thing I want to read to you this morning is um, in the book of Ephesians, uh, chapter 113 says, When you believe, you are marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. And Paul says that the Spirit serves as a mark of permanence and security in our lives. We are guaranteed that Christians have, when once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have the Holy Spirit that resides inside of us. And why that is so important as believers in our life here on earth is that, you know, Jesus came in John 10, 10, it says Jesus came so that we would have life full of abundance. Um, he says... Let me go to that scripture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it to the full. And so it is important that all believers know that. It's important um, that we understand what that means and, and how we can have that life full, full of abundance and live it to the fullest. And so, you know, one thing I was telling my son Last night we were having this discussion as we were, you know, talking about some of the issues he was going through. And, you know, I, I just said, like, are you, have you prayed about this? Have you sought God over it? Are you, you know, are you listening to what he says? And, you know, as teenagers, as young Christians, as, um, even as older Christians, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I just, I don't know if I, if I really heard that, if God's speaking to me, I don't understand. And I want to give you a couple examples of what living in the spirit and being spirit led is. And so I know, um, a few years back we were having some issues with, uh, our oldest son with my only son, but, um, it was, it's been a few years back and I can recall, you know, just being, just I'll, I was just in in prayer, in constant prayer over it, and I I had I I had his picture. I had a picture of him, and I was on my hands and knees looking at that picture, praying to God for protection, and that God you know could turn the situation around. And I walked out on my back my back porch, and I heard the Lord speak to me, and the Spirit of the Lord said, "Be still and know that I am God," and that's you know Psalm forty six ten. And so I clung to that scripture. And, you know, one thing is when you have a word from God, when you have a word from God, that is his will. When he speaks the word to you, that is his will for that moment. And so you have to stand on that and you have to believe that. And you have to know that, I mean, what else do we need, right? We have the, the word of God is alive and living. When he speaks it over you, it is the will. It's, it's the will of God for that situation. So I just, you know, as nervous and as anxious and as afraid as I was over the situation, which I know as Christians, you know, we can say, oh, you know, we're not supposed to fear. Well, we do. We all do. We're not perfect. None of us are perfect. We all fall short every day. That is why we have his grace and mercy that are new every single day, every single morning. 
they're new. They start over. They refresh. They renew. So I was clinging to this word. I was clinging to that scripture. And I knew I had a peace that came over me and knew that that was my word, that I, I, I only had to be still. I only had to be still. So I get up the next day. I go to work. I'm in my office. And one of the girls who worked for me at the time came into my office and she said, hey, I just I want to give you something. Um, it's in the back of my car, I, I, but I was at um, the store yesterday and I just, I couldn't leave the store without getting you this. And I'm like, okay. So she runs out to her car, grabs it and brings, you know, carries the sack back in. And she's like, I had to get this for you. And I opened it up and it was a wooden cross that was about a foot tall and it had a scripture on it that read, be still and know that I am God. And I just went to pieces. I hugged her and I told her, thank you. And oh my gosh, what that meant to me, I will never forget. I'll never forget. And she probably won't either because I'm like, oh, you know, it was one of those things that just was just the spirit of the Lord confirming to me, hey, I've got this. You only need to be still and I will handle it. And so the other thing that I want to point out is that God didn't speak to her and say, Caitlin, I need you to go buy this cross and this is why. She's a Christian. She's saved. But she, the Holy Spirit led her to buy that. He, he led her to buy that because she, she walked by it several times and she just she couldn't leave without buying me that. He didn't speak anything to her, but she felt so led to buy that that she did. And so the Holy Spirit led Caitlin, who was my friend and also a sister in Christ, to get me that, to, to bless me, but also to confirm that. And so the Holy Spirit doesn't need all the time to speak to you. If you're a Christian and you're sealed with the Holy Spirit and you pray in the morning, Lord, guide my steps. Lord, order order my steps this morning. Psalm 37, 23. I know your word says that you order the steps of a good man. Father, I, I seek you first. Matthew 6, 33. I seek you first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things will, will come to me. All these things will be added to me. It's when we when we tap into his power, we tap into that ability because he will lead us. He will lead us. He he doesn't always have to speak to you and say, this is what's going on. This is what I want you to do. But um, I, I also heard a minister say this, that he was going to his office at the church. He went to his office at the church. He always carries his backpack. And he said in this backpack, he has everything but the kitchen sink. It's it's a, his man purse. But he had, you know, all of his, the things that he needed. His checkbook, um, eye drops for his contacts, medication, um, you know, all kinds of different, just his, his life, you know, his lifeline. And so he goes into his office at work and he, he took his backpack in there and he set it down and he was working for a little bit and he got so tired and he's like, Oh, I'm just, I'm going to run home and take a nap and then I'll come back and finish this. And so he said, he stood up and he grabbed his keys and he went to the door and he just knew, you know, like the Holy Spirit was leading him. He's like, Oh, you need to get that backpack. Oh, I don't need the backpack. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come back later. I'm, I'm going to be back. I'm not going to need it now. And, you know, again, he felt the nudging to go back and get that backpack and he didn't do it. So he got in his car and he went home 
and he said he laid down for his nap and he woke up and it was the next day. He had slept all night, you know, all through the night and he wakes up and it's the next day and his wife's like, hey, uh, I need you to write me a check right now. The kid, you know, I, I need this right now um, for whatever situation was going on. Well, I don't have my backpack. I left my backpack at, at work in the office. And so he, you know, and he, he said this in his sermon, he's like, you know, there's a reason, there's a reason. And we need to learn to listen. We need to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. We need to learn to listen to those nudges. We need to learn to, to realize that, you know, things in life, when you're a Christian and when you pray to be spirit led, you're going to be. When you are doing what the Lord asks you to do and when you're being obedient, I'm going to tell you there's a reason for that scripture that you can have life to the fullest. That Jesus came so that you could have life to the fullest. But we we have to first start to listen and learn and hear and be obedient to the leading of the spirit. And we all can do that as Christians. And I'm you you want that. You want that in your life. You want to be you want to be spirit led so that you know, so when you're driving down the road and you know, you feel the the need to slow your car down to the speed limit and two blocks later you see a policeman. I mean, it's not all coincidence. It is God protect his hand of protection on you, his leading, his anointing. That is that's what being led by the Spirit is about. And so it's not only that you're going to have life to the abundance and life of the fullest, man, it's so that your life's going to be protected, so that the hand of God can be on you, and so that you can know his warnings and then understand when he's telling you, don't do this. Don't do this. You don't need to know why God is telling you don't do this. You only need to listen. He has your best life for you. He has your best life for you. Other thing I want to point out is, you know, people are like, I don't, I don't hear from God. I don't hear from God. Well, you know, sometimes you have to get alone and get quiet and just concentrate on him. And, and I also, you know, I've heard another, um, Christian author, she, when she was talking about this, um, hearing from the spirit of God, you know, sometimes you have to just, I mean, I have to get, I have to get in my basement. I have to get quiet. I have to just, I come in the presence of the Lord and I ask, you know, Lord, please let me come into your presence. Let me enter into your courts. Let me hear from you today. I want to hear what you have to say to me today. I want to hear what you have, um, what you think about the situation. And sometimes it's sitting in his presence, you know, for a few minutes or a half an hour or whatever you need, because I'm going to tell you when you seek him with all of your heart, you're going to hear from him. And Jeremiah 29, 13, you will, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I mean, these, these are the things that the Lord is saying to us and they're not in here just to be in here. God sent Jesus Christ to die on a cross so that we can be saved and have eternal life so that we could have the life full, the life as full as we can have it here on earth. To, to protect us, to give us peace, to give us joy, to, to guide our past, to guide us to our best life.
And I just pray today that the Holy Spirit speaks to you, that this has this word has sunk into your heart. I pray that um, you look on these scriptures and you you pray in them, that you pray in these scriptures, that, that the Lord would give you your life full of joy, full of abundance, full of protection, just to the fullest in Jesus' name. I hope that, um, again, I hope that this has found you well. Until we meet again, God bless you all. Bye-bye.